You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Something. Oh my god, I totally clipped the mic, but like <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, well literally like live reaction. We hit a thousand and one followers. I was like looking through the comments to mm-hmm. see if there's anything I could respond to. Yeah. But um yeah, oh my god. Okay, well I guess this is how we're starting. Are we the recording? Pod- yeah. Oh shoot, one second. We're not recording? No, we're recording. I just never uh, uh muted not the i'm a professional podcaster guys (laughs) (laughs) um you guys you're so loud i know why are you so loud i'm never this loud okay okay Okay, so now loud usually you're like encouraging me to speak up so i am i'm excited that's why okay that's why when i like simmer down again i'll be like this Mm -hmm. level that's when i turn it back up Welcome back to another episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. Podcast. You guys, we are in such a good mood, or I'm in such a good mood. I feel like you are now too. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm so bad at reactions. <laughs> yeah, clearly, I was like screaming two seconds ago. Because You're so like, you the mic again. <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead. Oh my god! And okay, okay. Lots mm-hmm. of good news. Um, mm-hmm. so we, as you guys know, we've transitioned to. Um, video podcast on youtube oh one second one second one second one second back to our regular scheduled programming (laughs) um so as i was saying as we were like setting up and just starting the recording we check our socials every now and then and as you guys know we have transitioned into youtube what are you doing oh i'm just checking the camera (laughs) you're like (laughs) i'll just i'll just practice my light skin poses oh my god (laughs) um and so we are so excited. We finally hit 1,000 followers on Instagram. We also just hit 300 subscribers. Well, 313 mm-hmm. subscribers on 
um, YouTube, which mm-hmm. is like huge for us. It's a big deal, honestly, because I still remember the first day we recorded the first podcast and we were like, mm-hmm. we're probably going to have two listens from literally each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is so great. We mm-hmm. I know maybe it sounds redundant at this point, but we truly do appreciate all of your support. Mm-hmm. Um, we also just got on TikTok. Oh Not yeah, make sure you ago. follow us on TikTok too. We're on so, like almost all of them. You know, trying, it, we're trying to expand out here. If we get a lot of followers on TikTok, mm-hmm. I'll force Amir to do TikTok dances with me. Uh, I don't know about the dances. We're going to become yeah. TikTok. I might do the, the voiceovers of anything. No, no, no. We're doing the dances, okay? If y'all want to see the dances. I've only done one TikTok dance and that was you only... You have? Remember we did oh, Juicy, what do we call that? Oh, they didn't um, even know Yeah. The punch is just too roll with me. I, I like butchered that one too, but... Um, <laughs> Remember that? remember that right we did it in like uh the, um, mini, golf. the mini golf course like glow in the dark one um yeah. man came to visit and she was like guys let's let's do a tiktok and we're like mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. <laughs> it, just, it was and horrible. that was when that song was like that was so big that everyone knew the dance without even like having to practice or anything we just knew it i didn't Off, you didn't know it i was like facing the wrong way i'm pretty uh, sure were you not into tiktok yet no I, feel like, I think it was like after that that i got into yeah TikTok. remember remember when i first discovered yes. tiktok and i was telling everyone i was like guys there's I this remember, thing called tiktok amir you used to send me videos and it would be the, the link right? yeah and i would it literally would, send I you guys the link so of the tiktok annoyed because every time i click it, it would open up a new thing on my like <laughs> safari and i'd be like why does he keep sending me these mm-hmm. videos i don't want to watch them and then i caved in and now i send him videos like literally mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm always on the up and up okay, on the new things, okay? Okay, don't be that guy. That's what keeps you young out here. Don't be that guy. <laughs> Even though last like... week I said I'm feeling old. <laughs> yeah, I take that all back. I changed my mind now. I'm not feeling old, okay? <laughs> mm, okay, okay, Ray J. Think, no, no, you You're like, I did it first. <laughs> you, know, you know what it was? It's because I was so, like, I was injured that week. Mm. And just my whole body was just so broken. I was like, were you contemplating like your life? You're just like, yeah. I was like, is this house going to be now? Like, Mm. and now I'm feeling fine. So I'm like, now I was tripping. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) So I'm fine now. He's back to his youthful self. Exactly. exactly. I'm sure anyone who knows you and listened to that episode was like, Amir, feel old? Mm. If he feels old, we must be old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, you know, just to kind of, uh oops sorry oh, what did you just do she deleted the page i did not like. delete it <laughs> look at all these okay <laughs> we <should've> literally <laughs> just one like message saying hey just hey <laughs> uh oh they see this congrats on 1k followers this is two shout hours out to mariam mariam habib thank yeah. you thank you dot underscore yeah so y'all know. <laughs> mariam d- habib dot underscore yeah, Thank we, you so we can't forget the underscores, just like your name. It's very Im- mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um That being said, we're going to get into our episode this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we are now in episode 26. I can't believe we're almost at 30 episodes. Like, we are, mm-hmm. we're killing it, Amir. We're getting there, man. We're almost, doing amazing. Yeah, once we hit the one-year, like, time, what do they call it? The one-year one uh, mark? mark? Yeah. I feel like that's when it's, like, solidified, like... You guys are here for the long term kind of thing because apparently a lot of podcasts like mm. they'll kind of die out around the twenty to thirty range, so like people will just stop. Mm-hmm. So you know if we make it past that, even yeah, okay, say the past thirty, then I feel like yeah, it's, it's kind of cemented that this is going to be like a long term thing. I mean, think about it. Mm-hmm. We we record on a weekly basis. Yeah, that means this is the most I've ever seen you in my entire. Life. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Actually, no. There was like an earlier part of our life where we'd see each other literally every oh, yeah, every. Yeah. Week. I would spend the summers here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like, but like as time progressed and you got busier, we got yeah. busier, all that kind of stuff. You start to see people less, you know. I think just coming out of quarantine. Yeah, there was yeah. like a maybe four month window where we, we didn't yeah. see each other. Yeah, and I was like, "Are you alive?" <laughs> I pulled up a to lot of people driveway. were asking me that because of my whole really bad keeping up with people thing. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> but now it's forced, so mm-hmm. he forcibly hangs out with me. Mm-hmm. But um, are we gonna do a break after our thirtieth episode? Or we're just gonna keep going. Let's just keep going. Honestly. You just want to keep going. Okay. Yeah, you don't want them to miss us a little. Maybe like a one week thing. Oh, you know what? what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm telling you right now, uh, the internet is all about consistency. You're right. You're right. And about anything that. you do, if you, you are consistent with it and people like expect it and they see every week, then mm. you, you, the moment you start dropping off, that's when they start, you start losing them. That's true. Yeah. That is very true. And you know what we are in this channel? We are mm-hmm. consistent. Exactly. That is what the C in the Cousin Connection yeah, stands never, for. never, never missed a week. Not <laughs> I mean, once. That, it, we never oh, missed a week. We never missed a week. <laughs> we never missed a week. We've been on top of our game. <laughs> that being said, Amir mm-hmm. has some great topics for us this week. Yeah. We kind of just did like, I did a little bit of a sneak peek. Usually we like to do like a, we surprise each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So. I did. I did. I did mention a couple of things to her already, but mm-hmm. yeah. So, well, like I guess we should just get started. So, like the first thing kind of stems off of the fact that uh, how last week I was saying I'm feeling old or whatever, and then the week before that I was saying like my I just turned 29. You know, getting big close to that big three zero, and um, my my question that I was really thinking is like, just in general, I was like, is it time for me to move out? You know, it's like that's a good question. At what point does it just become like not it just becomes weird to kind of stay in the house <laughs> at what age exactly, especially as a man? I feel like as as maybe it's, I don't know, this is misogynistic to say, but like as a woman, I feel like it's a little harder to move out. But then again, I can't say that because I have a sister who literally moved out. <laughs> I think I think you got to look at the context. <laughs> yeah. do, cu- do cultural and religious norms well, yeah, that's play I mean. an aspect in exactly, why you're staying exactly. at home? Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, that being said. Mm hmm. I think that our generation, the millennials, even Gen, what's the one after us? Gen Y or Gen Z? What we are they? We talked about this last I week. I know. What are they? Gen Z. They are? Yeah. I thought they were Gen Y. No, Gen no, no, Y no. is the one before us. No, Gen what's Y. What's Gen X? Gen X is the one before <laughs> us. Oh, really? Yeah. So the 40-year-olds. Yeah. And okay. Or 30, 30, 40s. Yeah. Okay. And like uh, Gen Where? Z is the newest generation. Well, not the newest generation. No, Gen Sorry. Gen X, you mean. Gen Z is the one... Um, mm-hmm that is like like, like 1990 up. i think the the chart that i pulled up last week is yeah. like 1996 to like 2008 or something like that oh and then gen y is like 2008 to now i think oh okay yeah. okay yeah. so the generations after us and even ours and the one before i remember learning this in like all of my business classes mm-hmm. in university they would say that because and this was like oh my god i'm, I'm so embarrassed to say this, this is like what? 10 years ago <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> 10 years ago when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We mm-hmm. were in school 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. I've been thinking, right. If you think about it, like, even if I go back 10 years, I wasn't even in high school. This, that was past high school. I was, in, I like, know. finishing university. Oh. Or not finishing, but, like, mid-university. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm really embarrassed to admit that. But anyways, it is what it is. We're just mm-hmm. going to accept it. Yeah. They were saying at that time, like, oh, um the cost to live on your own, like uh, apartments, condos, houses, was expensive and rising then. Mm-hmm. Ten years later, like, sheesh, mm-hmm. unless you're a millionaire. <laughs> Literally. Like, I was talking to someone the other day, and they mentioned, 
that they literally had to like pool their money with someone else oh. to buy a house because they didn't want to go too far to the city. So they wanted to get a place in Scarborough. It was like 1.5 million. In Scarborough? Yeah. yeah. Scarborough? Yep, exactly. Imagine buying a house for a mill in Scarborough. Mm-hmm. Because of competition. Like it, it may, maybe, it maybe went out for like 900. Wow. But just there's so many people bidding for it. Oh, they listed it for 900 and they bought it for... No, no I'm not saying that's what they listed it for. I forgot oh. to ask what it was actually listed for. Oh, okay. But it was definitely bought for over asking. Wow. Mm-hmm. See, but that's the thing. Like, because it's so expensive now, mm-hmm. whether we like it or not, we're kind of forced yeah. to stay. But if, if you really think about it, we don't have to pay rent. Okay. Yeah. And I think as... I don't know about the rest of y'all, but like... Our parents are pretty laid back in terms yeah. of like we have the freedom to do what we what we want essentially. Yeah. For the most part. And that's definitely like because that that's definitely a big part of it now and actually there the stats are saying that a lot of people are staying. Staying, mm-hmm. which makes me which eases my mind a lot more. Like for me earlier on I was like why am I still here? Mm-hmm. I like I could move out. I've had friends who moved out even younger than me. Mm-hmm. So in my mind I was like I have the ability to move out. Why not just do it? But then at the same time, you have to remember that the cost of living is going up in the city. Uh, the cost of bills is going up in the city. Like we literally have the most expensive rent in the country. One of the most expensive rent, I think like second to Vancouver or something. Damn. But we also have the most expensive uh, car insurance in yeah. the world. And we also have the most expensive phone bills in the world. Like for what? Yeah. So First of all, Toronto drivers, I feel like we're great. We're a little aggressive, yes, but w- well, actually, uh, Brampton oh. has. Uh, did you see that post? Brampton has the number one, uh, um, what do you call it, car insurance rate in the whole world? <laughs> as in, in like the they're world. really good? Uh, no, as in like number one, as in the most expensive. Sorry, <laughs> I mean it's Brampton. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but yeah, it just shows you that like you, we really have to be set in up the world? really Hold on, well. Like, I to just move took out. In what you said. Yeah, in the world. Yeah. I mean, like, it makes sense, but like, damn. Mm-hmm. In the whole world. Yeah. Like, those, when we say, like, the wow. Brampton traffic and drivers are the worst, <laughs> we're not, it's not hyperbole or hyperbole? Hyper- hyperbole. Hyperbole. <laughs> you got it. It's not hyperbole. Like, it's actually true. It's so bad <laughs> over there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just such an expensive city to live in. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can technically move out. Actually, no. Even if you move out an hour, two hours outside the city, it's still expensive, right? And it's all because of like the lack of supply, really. Factor in, even if you were to move to the GTA, like the outskirts of Toronto, mm-hmm. you're now suffering either by um, like paying for more gas because you're driving more. Exactly. Or if you're going to commute with public transportation, like mm-hmm. it sucks. And okay. gas prices are going up as well. Oh my God, it's so... I just filled yeah. up gas for $80. See? $80. And I was like... <laughs> Remember when like it got really good uh, like two years ago or maybe it was the beginning of like it was beginning of COVID I think right yeah where it's it was like, like eighty cents yeah I was like wow are we in the nineties exactly it, it reminded me of the nineties because I remember seeing prices in nineties of like sixty to seventy to eighty cents that kind of thing and it has yeah. started increasing yeah and I've never seen it this much like I've seen it around the one thirties mm. I think a couple uh, even before COVID in like a summer there was one summer where it was really bad it was like the high thirties. But now it's like 40. easily in the forties. It was one one point dollar uh, forty five. Yeah, and it's and it doesn't seem to like it's going any lower. It just keeps getting higher every day. I saw like there there have been a lot of um, I guess noise around this idea of like uh, shortage supply. Oh, no supply shortage. Well, supply it's shortage? it's manufactured supply shortage. Shortage. There's like there's enough 
a gas or oil out there. Yeah. But uh, some countries and some places and some companies are hoarding it, hoarding it Mm -hmm. and holding it and and driving the prices up. That's not fair. Yeah. But even like in terms of just like regular um, products, like I don't know if you saw those TikToks about the cargo ships on the coast of like California and stuff. Uh, no, I didn't where there's see. like it's literally like a, a a traffic jam for cargo ships, so they really? so normally like the cargo ships will import stuff whether it's from Mexico or other mm-hmm. from around the world to like I guess the ports in California, mm-hmm. and because there aren't enough people that are unloading the trucks and putting mm-hmm. the I mean the ships and putting it in the trucks yeah. and taking it, they literally wait on the water. Oh, actually, yeah, that's, that's a big part of it. They say yeah. the supply chain right now, because of COVID, is like completely messed up. That's yeah. why everything is becoming more expensive. It's harder to get a lot of things, especially in electronics. Like electronics mm. is a big part of it where like right now I've been trying to like build a computer with a certain component for the longest time. I haven't been able to even find the part at close to what it's sold for for two years. Something wow. like that. Since COVID started, basically. I think because the fact that a lot of people were either laid off or couldn't work for the last like year and a mm-hmm. half to two years, Loki, they're like, what is, what's the point of literally working ourselves yeah. for the rest of our lives for what? And that's actually a big thing that's in America right now. A lot of workers are going on strike. Yeah. Because they realize I, I that they're, they're, they're valuable now, right? Like yeah. there's a, a lack of people who want to go to work, but there's an abundance of jobs available. Can you imagine mm-hmm. like three or four years ago, there was such a job shortage. Like mm-hmm. no one could get a job. You're like fighting for scraps. Mm-hmm. Now there's like, oh, well, come work for us. But mm-hmm. it's a lot of these like high, high labor types of yeah. jobs that people don't want to do for, you know, uh, for very obvious reasons. But, you know, mm-hmm. everyone has their own reason for why. But at the end of the day, what really matters is I think I hope companies real realize like how important job satisfaction and work life balance yeah. is for everyone yeah and and it actually i was watching this uh, streamer called hassan abi mm. and he was uh reacting to a woman who uh owns a business i think mm-hmm. it's like a jewelry making business mm-hmm. and the way that she has it set up is like the ideal for any worker right so essentially how it works is that um the money that comes in mm-hmm. everybody that works her including her gets a base salary oh and like uh, not a base salary they get uh, uh um a base pay for the day everybody gets a day rate part-time or full-time okay and they get i think like 250 dollars a day mm-hmm. and the full-time workers only have to work four days a week mm-hmm. and the part-time workers work like two or three days a week okay and um she when you calculate it they all make around seventy thousand two hundred dollars a year all of them yeah all of them work that uh, make them well the full-time workers sorry oh okay of course the part-time is <laughs> because they're working yeah, less yeah, they're yeah. gonna make a little less right um versus someone who maybe works full-time like five days a week and gets the minimum wage in her state which is i think like 1425 mm-hmm. would be making twenty three thousand dollars a year or twenty three to twenty five thousand dollars a year and damn because What's this company <laughs> i know right like, i, sh- I should probably know down the name but <laughs> at the same time um so let's say they have some excess money at the year end of the year people are like oh so you probably just take the excess money at the end of the year from the what you make she's like so it costs us about $300,000, no, uh, $250,000, no, $300,000 a year, sorry, to uh, pay us all our, our workers on our payroll. And we are left over with $200,000. Instead of just pocketing it, she reinvested in the company 
And she also found that she has enough money to buy all her co- her workers uh, new cars. Yeah. And oh. for people who didn't want to... Put the company name up here. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is it a Canadian company? I got to find it. I got to find it. It's not a Canadian company, I believe. Oh. It's American. I mean, hey, work visa. <laughs> but like at the same time, if the people didn't want a new car, like they liked the car they had, she was willing to pay off whatever payments they had left on it. And if you didn't have a car and currently wasn't looking to get a car, she said that the option was still available to them in the future if they wanted to get one. Yeah. So I'm just going to dust off my but resume. Like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's like someone who truly cares, uh, about, their cares about their employees wow. and like amazing. realizes that it takes more than just one person to run the business and, and um, shares the wealth, essentially. Mm. Uh, of course, that's maybe to a lot of people that may seem extreme. But if she's able to make a proper living with the money she gives herself and everyone else at the same time, then why not, right? I sent, you know, if you are in... And when you look at it for mm-hmm. a company, their their biggest asset are the employees. Yeah. Literally, because they are the ones that whether you're in a manufacturing where mm-hmm. they're producing the, the mm-hmm. product or they're coming up with the concepts and ideas or the mm-hmm. marketing or whatever the case is. Yeah. Without those people, you don't have anything. Exactly. Like, yeah, consumers are a big part of it mm-hmm. as well. But if you don't have the person to like push out the product or the mm-hmm. strategy to advertise the product, you got nothing. Yeah, and there's a certain skill that co- it may seem like a job, like oh, they use, they teach them how to do it, and anyone can do it. Mm. But when you have people who have experience, that's yeah. when they become valuable, right? Because yeah, there's you don't have to worry about them as much. There's less risk of them getting injured on doing the job because they exactly. know they've been doing it for so long. Right. And a good example is uh, the ten thousand workers who went on strike at the John Deere uh, factory. I forget it's somewhere in Middle America, mm-hmm. and like uh, the company they didn't they wanted to go to negotiations right because they're a union right so they're like okay let's negotiate and i think john deere was trying to hold out and be like nah we don't want to give you guys certain raises or whatever even though john deere that same year ha- um uh increased profits by 60 percent i'm sorry what type of company is john, uh, john deere is uh they manufacture like um high grade farming equipment and like oh, and okay. landscaping equipment okay okay gotcha and so when they were starting these negotiations, they also pointed out that the fact that the CEO got a 160% uh, increase in pay. 160%? Yeah, raise. 160% wow. raise. Wow. So they're like, you're giving out all these raises, you're making yeah. 60% more, but we're not yeah. seeing any increase. They actually cut their wages to oh, the workers hell there. hell no. So they're like, no, nah, we're uh-uh. going on strike. So you know what John Deere did? <laughs> what? They're like, okay, we're going to take all our engineers, like the people in the higher office positions, mm-hmm. and they did like a one-day training with them so they can <gasps> go and do the jobs of no those workers. No way. I would have quit so fast if I was an engineer. Yeah. And and of course, on the first day that this opened, at like 7 a.m., the moment they opened, there was already an injury on, oh on the, in God. the plant. Yeah, because these people were not trained for the job. Been like work, work workplace company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's right what they could have done because they're like, you didn't train us properly. You know, yeah. OSHA, I think they have something called OSHA there, where it's basically like their workplace house and safety. Yeah. Um, oh, they have. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have that. Uh, and they had to like get them quickly certified just to be able to get them onto the floor and start working, making these high grade equipment, which you really don't want to mess that stuff up because it's millions yeah. of dollars of, of equipment. Exactly. And you're having someone who's literally been trained for one day <laughs> to work on this and put it together. That's like, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Like, how mm. are you training someone for one day to operate heavy machinery? They're desperate, man. But it shows you how a lot of these Damn. companies are have the ability to 
um, pay their workers better, give them fair wages, but they just don't because of profits. And they have like, uh, of course, they have to um, make their shareholders happy. And like, if if even if even if it comes at the cost of the health of their workers, they will do it if it means that they're they're going to make more money, which makes their shareholders more happy. Same things happening with like Amazon and all the other companies too. So yeah, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. I feel like um, workers being exploited isn't a new. It's not a new problem. Yeah, this has been going on for years, and mm-hmm. you know, we. I remember learning about it when I was in like high school, and you know, they teach you about like child labor, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, did you know this T-shirt that you made was made by mm-hmm. a kid who got paid six cents?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, "Like, I can't even." Because I can't even grasp that thought. Exactly. And that's why a lot of people don't do anything about it because they can't even imagine it. Mm. So it makes it harder for them to sympathize with it because they don't see it. So they're like, how can I sympathize with something like I don't see happening in front of me? A lot of people, if they don't see it happening in front of them, if it's not happening to them mm. or someone they know, mm. they have no way to relate to it. So they just kind of don't know what to do and just kind of leave it as it is. Some people have that drive to just do what's best for everyone but you know people are just trying to live their day-to-day and sometimes they don't have enough time to worry <laughs> you can't, about you can't some save kid, the world yeah some kid in a third world country who's making a shirt for six cents an hour i mean there are those people who have a day. Um, that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like uh yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. but like uh conscious consuming i think it yeah is. a lot more people are being like which we did yeah. yeah like we did cover this in a previous mm-hmm. episode called um the cost of excess so mm-hmm. <laughs> check it out check it out exactly it's gonna be listed <laughs> somewhere up here um but um what I was going to say was, you know, on the other hand of all of this, mm-hmm. the reason why they um, exploit workers, and I'm not saying this is right in any way, but, you know, the cheaper that it is to get the labor done and mm-hmm. the, the fact that it's possible mm-hmm. means the more money in their pockets. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, And everybody wants it to, stuff their stuff to be cheaper. Even us. If, if you could get something for cheaper, you will do it. You will yeah. go and buy it. <laughs> yeah. you, you won't even have a second thought about where this came from whether it was ethically sourced or not because if you think about it if they hire people at a livable wage Mm -hmm. wherever in the world that they're doing this yeah and they pay them more than just six cents let's say Mm -hmm. they pay everyone ten dollars it now costs them more to get the labor done Mm -hmm. which means they're probably gonna have to make up for it by making the product more expensive Mm -hmm. to make more of a return to make more money yeah which is like capitalism yeah capitalism unfortunately (laughs) it has its positives and it has a lot of negatives yeah we've definitely seen that uh just get worse over time especially in the past like 10 20 years but the the example that you gave with the company that's more of a um is that egalitarian or utilitarian where it's like everyone's kind of equal ish oh that's uh it's like more of a socialist egalitarian no it's a very socialist idea we have this laptop here for (laughs) everything pull out the laptop let's search it up you'll be our jamie today oh you don't know that uh if anyone watches joe rogan you know who Jamie is. Oh, here is. it is. Yeah, egalitarian. Um, relating or relating to or believing in the principle that all people are equal and deserve equal rights and opportunities. Mm, I don't think that. I think it's socialist. It's a socialist uh, um, idea of like the workplace or like a setup for the workplace. Where every, it's kind of almost like a democratic um, um, setup to how the business is run. So like everyone has a voice in how the business is run, not only the boss, but like the the workers as well. Well, it says here, a which socialist sounds crazy, but honestly, if you if you do it properly, it really does work. Like it's we like we've seen here. It says it's a system of production where goods and services are produced directly for use, mm-hmm. in contrast to capitalist 
economic system where I feel like we're in school. We're goods. <laughs> <laughs> where goods and services are produced to generate profit and therefore indirectly for use. Mm. Yeah. Well, you don't understand what that means. <laughs> <No, I can't. laughs> the face you gave me is like, uh, how do you, what does that mean? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm trying to relate that to like, to see if that's what the, the example of the, um, the company that you were talking about. It's, like, cause she's the fact that she's literally being equal to everyone. Yeah, I think I think you want to look for a socialist economy. Maybe. I did, I did. And the first line <laughs> is North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? They're a socialist economy? Probably, yeah, but I don't oh. think they're really. Nah, let's see, economic. You know what? This well, is too much. Maybe work. I'll pull it up and like put yeah. it up behind us or something. <laughs> We're not in university, yeah. okay? This is an uh, <laughs> um, what's it called? Tutorial. Tutorial. Yeah. Is that what you call it? Isn't that what it's called? Tut- uh, yeah, tutorial. On what? Like when you're <laughs> when you have a class in university, like a big class with like a hundred people. Is that whatever. what they call it? A the tutorial? smaller class is called a tutorial. No. Oh yeah, it yeah. is. Oh, I forgot. It's literally been so long. I, I forgot what the you name of it was. For a second, I was like, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it called? Tutorial? Oh, actually, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. I'm keep hitting you. Uh, <laughs> it's called a lab. Oh, because I was in engineering. So in uh, engineering, we call it a lab. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, okay. That makes sense. Every other thing, it's called a tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, and like honestly, I I really I hope you can remember the name of that company because I want to look it up now. Yeah, I I'm gonna go back to the video and see exactly who put that up. But okay, and I'll send you the video so you can actually see exactly how she breaks it down. Yeah, but yeah, it, it seems awesome, especially um, that's cool that someone's actually done it and yeah. showed that it works. And uh, you mentioned mm-hmm. like we we skipped by this. They work four days a week, the full time. Yeah, the full times work four days a week and still make seventy thousand dollars a year. Wow. Do they mm-hmm. work like longer days? Probably right. Like ten, uh, no, they probably hours. work normal days. Wow. Because mm-hmm. it, like, it, it on one hand, it reminds you of like Google, for example. If yeah. you, I'm sure you guys have all seen their videos online mm-hmm. um, about their company culture, and they pretty much give you everything you could possibly need mm-hmm. so that you don't have to leave. <laughs> yeah. But because they want, they want you to, thing. they want maximum output from you. They want yeah. if they could get twenty twenty four seven output or even let's say 27 output out of you so mm. you get like four hours of sleep a day yeah. then they will try and give you as much resources to be able to do that like it's a good thing and a bad thing mm-hmm. like you're basically just being that's why like a lot of times they just work. throw money to it right so if, mm. if people are complaining about this like just give them like a hundred thousand dollars more like they're literally making from the start like two hundred thousand dollars a year Damn. but they own you <laughs> yeah they literally own your yeah. life like you your life mm-hmm. is strictly meant for producing for this co- yeah I, that can't be me mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah should we should we get back to okay so uh, i think the original question was like uh, is it time to move out and we got all the way to here <laughs> we did but that's how podcasts work so it's all good yeah uh but what i did want to get to was so i am living at the house and i still haven't moved out so what can you do while you're still living at home with your parents to at least prepare you for more of an independent life if that makes sense. I feel like you, what you do now, I mm-hmm. mean, because I know what your day-to-day is, but like what you do now is a pretty good um, start for living independently in terms of mm-hmm. you buy your own groceries. Yeah. You have your own car, so you worry about your own gas. Yeah. And that's a th- something like, like you know how the, uh, they always say, at least in, I don't know, in our community, they say like the guys are always babied. 
by their moms and stuff, no matter what age they are. They are. Like, I know plenty of guys who, like, still don't cook. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably still don't do their own laundry, mm-hmm. those kind of things. So I think even those basic things are things you should start to really start to drive and say, I'm doing this myself. Yeah. So even, like, I started this from an early age. I thought I was going to be out of the house early. But did you? Here I am. Well, because I started working early. Yeah, you did. You kind of started you working at start. like fifteen or fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was working a part-time job, and there was at one point where I literally had two jobs. <laughs> when I was working at the company I work for now oh, and, and the, gro- the oh, grocery yeah. store at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the moment I like graduated, I at high school. Mm-hmm. I I think maybe one year after that, I was cooking for myself every day. But that's because you were also meal prepping, right? Yeah, I was meal prepping. So that was a big a big part of me learning how to become more independent was uh, getting into working out mm. and just like having that you know it that gym you mentality. <laughs> exactly, it really disciplined me to mm-hmm. be able to learn how to cook for myself, take care of myself, like you know do your own laundry. Uh, I never had to ask for anything. That was a big a big part of it is having your own money so you never have to ask for anything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, sometimes it helps like if you want to, um, if you're living in a house and you feel like you're not doing anything, maybe start paying a couple bills. You know, you, you, that, that makes you more of a tenant here and there. I've heard of people who would be like, yeah, sometimes I'll even pay my parents like rent, quote unquote rent sometimes mm-hmm. to at least build a little bit of that like independence or feeling of independence while you're still living in the house. And some sort of like responsibility. Yeah, and have some responsibilities in the mm-hmm. house, um, because <laughs> you don't want to call them roommates, but like you want to almost feel like you're turning it more into like a roommate situation. Mm, but see, like the difference. But it's hard for your parents to kind of make that same change in their mind as well. The difference is like you see how you you're able to cook for yourself. Yeah, and it's just for you. Yeah. If I tried that. <laughs> well, that's the thing is it wasn't easy like mm. at first when i started i i made this a very slow transition like at first i was making one meal by myself and then i would eat whatever was at home and then eventually i'll be like okay you just make one part of the meal so like maybe my mom would like cook the meat mm. and then at some point at one point i was like okay i literally like talked to her. i was like i'm gonna start just making all my meals now <laughs> and she was hesitant at first but then like i kind of just I, I just started doing it and mm. made it a point that I, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna come back and start eating your food again. I'm not like that's so sad. There's one mom. point where like I didn't eat my mom's cooking for so long. And didn't you miss it? You have access to it. No, because like at this point, I'm su- I'm on such a strict diet or yeah. not strict diet, but like I'm I'm I've been cooking for myself for so long mm. that I don't even think about like what goes on in the other kitchen because in our house, thankfully, we have like two levels where there's a kitchen upstairs and downstairs Mm -hmm. so i've kind of claimed the upstairs (laughs) kitchen for myself at this point yeah and i almost never know what's in the fridge downstairs Mm because the fridge upstairs is what i use exclusively whatever Mm -hmm. i use like of course they'll use it for a couple things here and there yeah but it's exclusively where i keep all my food and prepare everything Mm -hmm. but i'm privileged i have to remind you that i'm privileged to have this option i'm proud of you for acknowledging the privilege. yeah <laughs> i'm proud of you yeah i've said a few things in the past podcast where i, I didn't mention the fact that I'm pri- i understand that i am privileged in a lot of these situations yeah to it's have that a, option to be able to do that he's a head eddie boy like, exactly that's literally yeah. your privilege yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm laughing now because i can just imagine what the comments are going to be regarding this specific <laughs> topic but but do you, you think know? that would really prepare me for because Really, the only option at this point is like if I were to get married, I'd be going straight from one house to another house living with someone. Do you think that someone could be properly prepared to live with another person 
after not living by themselves for a long period of time um i think for, it's a, for some period of time i think it's a it's a it's definitely a big adjustment especially mm-hmm. because you're not living with roommates you're living with your parents who mm-hmm. legit have known you your entire life they yeah. know the parts of you that when you're moving in with someone for the first time that person mm-hmm. won't know so yeah. it's going to be an adjustment yeah and you know right now it's easy to live here because like they they get you you get them mm-hmm. everyone just does their own thing right yeah um, but when you move in with someone you can't be cooking for yourself and then your wife is gonna look at you like what about me mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're gonna be like oh shoot i gotta feed you too yeah so it's i think you're on the right track though because what mm-hmm. you're doing is you're you have that independence in the sense that you're not gonna you're not letting yourself be babied mm-hmm. because if you're being babied at home and then you mm-hmm. move out and you have a wife yeah your wife isn't your mom yeah so she's not gonna tend to you like your mom does she'll do things out of yeah. love of course she'll cook for you whatever whatever your relationship situation yeah. is okay i'm exactly. not gonna set the standard <laughs> for you but if you expect that from her that's mm-hmm. when the problems come from yeah and i think it really takes you to be uh, it really you really have to be self-aware of this right and mm. make those changes in your mind be like okay so if i were to like live with another person yeah what would i not what what it was being done for me now that wouldn't be done for me if i was living with another person right like when mm. it comes to cooking and that's what I, I that's at least how i kind of broke it down i'm like i'm not gonna have someone cooking for me out there i'm not gonna expect someone to cook for me so i should be able to learn how to cook for myself that's i'm good. not gonna expect someone to like do the um laundry, laundry. for me yeah so okay. i gotta learn how to do those things myself right prepare yourself at least even if you're not gonna move out <laughs> prepare yourself for a partner who doesn't care for you huh no <laughs> like help you prepare out. yourself so that like nothing surprises you in that makes in mm. that sense or like where you don't feel uh like you're un- unprepared mm, okay yeah yeah i mean uh, cooking doing your laundry cleaning in general those mm-hmm. are all life skills that i think we all should have regardless of yeah. whether you're a guy or a girl mm-hmm. um but I also like the the point that you brought up about, um, you know, either paying some bills or like mm-hmm. splitting rent or anything like that or paying your parents rent. Mm-hmm. I've joked around about it with my parents. And then when I thought about it, I'm like, I'm not paying you guys rent. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll pay for other things, but not rent. Mm-hmm. I, I we we have our financial situations. Yeah. Um, agreed upon, mm-hmm. you know, um, but, you know, to each their own. Like mm-hmm. if you're able to help out your parents in any way, do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you're living rent free. It's the least Actually, you can do. one thing, uh, I can, kind of some financial advice to mm-hmm. give to anyone who is still living with their parents but has the ability to move out mm-hmm. and you're just not moving out maybe because you're wearing, waiting to get married, just culturally, some people are like that, like I myself are like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you should still act like you are paying rent. I feel like this is a great way to at least save money mm-hmm. and not have to think about Act like maybe you're paying rent. Like, let's say, find out what the rent rate is it's in like your $2, place. $2,000. Yeah, and then save that every month at least like act like you're paying rent but you're really paying yourself like dividends for the future being like okay i'm gonna put this here maybe put it in an investment account so Mm -hmm. by the time you actually do move out Mm -hmm. you'll have like a good maybe two three years of smart i don't have to think about where i'm living money yeah that's that's very yeah very good advice Mm -hmm. like i'm low-key gonna do that when i get home i'm telling you right now (laughs) like i think about these things a lot especially at least in the financial side Mm -hmm. because those a lot of those things were like more of just your day-to-day activities but when i'm thinking like financially like we have the privilege to be able to stay in a house where we're not paying rent but why not act like you are paying all these bills that you would be like think about the amount the money the amount of money you're saving on rent 
the utilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't have to buy a car yet, the car insurance. Mm-hmm. I take all of those payments that I would normally be, pay, be paying if I, if I was living by myself and put those into a savings account. So, and that like accrues a lot over month, yeah. uh, every month. And like maybe invest it in a couple of things. So by the time I actually do move out, I'll have like a good nest egg to work with. And it ge- makes you a lot more, it gives you a lot more options, especially for where you want to go next. When you put it like that, mm-hmm. it just makes me realize like adulting is really the ghetto. Like my <laughs> friend, Amina, how are you? I know you're mm-hmm. watching this. She posted this on her story where mm-hmm. this girl was singing like adulting is literally so ghetto. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> Like, yeah we're being held hostage we got to pay for everything because like we're not properly prepared for it really <laughs> you're just thrown into yeah it. you're kind of thrown into it like school doesn't prepare you for it Ugh. unless you ask the right questions your parents don't really prepare you for it Depending honestly on your i really parents. commend them like i don't mm-hmm. know how the heck they figured that out like they literally mm-hmm. left their countries yeah their home co- like i can't even imagine doing that as a 18 mm-hmm. year old wandering off into another country and then just figuring life out mm-hmm. like <laughs> i would have i would have been homeless yeah, but life was so different back then. There was no yeah. internet. It was. There was no real, like, TV. Well, there was TV, but, like, you know, you had time on your hands. <laughs> oh, they had time so to So why not just run out of the country? <laughs> <laughs> but oh do you God. do you feel, do you think, like, would, would you want to move out or are you actually just going to wait? Like, what's your personal preference? At this point, I'm like, I'm just going to wait until yeah. I get married. But, like, I did, I did. I did joke about this a lot to other people. I'd be like, if I hit like 30, yeah, like at that point, like you're not supposed to feel bad, but I'll be like, I, I shouldn't be here anymore, man. I literally, mm-hmm. I remember being like early twenties telling my parents, like if I'm not married by 30, mm-hmm. I'm getting my own condo in downtown Toronto. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I, I hope, you know, like mm-hmm. I hope I don't have, I don't, I don't do that because mm-hmm. that is so, expensive and yeah i just feel like i don't want to be stressed about bills and stuff until mm-hmm. i absolutely have to yeah. so that was my biggest regret because there's a op- i had an opportunity like six seven years ago i remember that to like get a condo mm-hmm. i was like nah man because this is before i actually like was really financially literate mm-hmm. so i didn't realize the potential that i really had it's all good it happens. i know but you know this is you, you can't really regret it wasn't the past meant for you. it wasn't meant for me exactly yeah, yeah um okay so yeah so just to kind of bundle that all, mm-hmm. all up i feel like um it is okay if you are living in the house with your parents mm-hmm. no matter i guess i could say no matter what age you are you know, yeah don't shame don't yeah um, don't be an ageist yeah i'm not gonna you be ageist okay even if you're 45 it's yeah. okay, okay but if you do have the intention to move out, at least make those changes so it's a lot more easier the transition is a lot more easier in the mm-hmm, future mm-hmm. and also and think about it in all aspects not only uh physically and like what you can skills you can learn to move out think about it mentally like mentally prepare yourself for that mm-hmm. and also think about it financially think about how yep. much you're saving now and what you can do to prepare yourself to be more have more options when you do actually move out exactly mm-hmm. okay so <laughs> the next thing i had to bring up was uh so i think we had we had like a little gathering uh last week or was it two weeks ago it was last week last week last week and we were just talking about like you know movies and tv shows and one of the shows that came up so i wanted i was actually watching a show recently called uh reservation dogs which is i was mentioning it to them it's basically an all native show where it basically follows like a group of kids in a native reservation maybe i think it's a reservation 
or maybe it's just a little town with just a lot. I think it's a reservation actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it follows a group of kids as they're kind of just, they have this goal of going to California. It's just following them as they're, you know, trying to do different things to gather money uh, to be able to make that trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really you find that it's just a story about like family, friends, loss, um, and just all the things that people deal with on the day to day. And I found myself in like, especially in the latest two episodes, like by the end of it, I'll be tearing up <laughs> just from the pure emotion. Like just hats off to like the actors in this show, especially the kids. Like they're, these are kids in the movie. Their acting's like crazy good. And I found myself tearing up for this. And I'm not generally uh, um, a emotional person. At least I don't show emotion a lot. But I actually tear up maybe once or twice on the daily, either from TikToks or from a TV show that I'm watching. <laughs> like you know those feel-good tiktoks that you're watching or yeah. like the really sad like i will tear up from not tear up where to the point i've had like actual tears coming up but like you know your eyes start to well up a bit uh so i do i do have emotion people i'm not a robot okay uh, uh but it did make me think about like what are the tv shows and movies that have like really hit you emotionally and made you cry oh i i cry for everything huh? okay so side note remember yeah. how last week I didn't watch Squid Game. Mm-hmm. I made it a mission. I finished the entire season this week. This literally t- today. Today, this morning before I got here, <laughs> Just I so finished we can talk it. About it at the end. We'll talk about that at the end for a spoiler. But there was a scene. Mm-hmm. And it broke my heart. Like Which I'm just one? thinking, you know, when they were they they woke up everyone in the room when they were sleeping. Yeah. And the old man oh, peed himself. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then he wait, did, that made you cry. It didn't make me cry, but it like definitely my eyes watered. Oh really? But there was another scene in the mm-hmm. um. I can't remember. Anyway, Squid Game, I definitely, there was, I cried at one. Oh, mm-hmm. when the old man died. Really? Yeah, I cried. I was but so But he atta- was like evil. Not in the end, yeah, but not in the beginning. Wait, so those are spoilers. But he didn't, oh, I see. In the game, uh, the marble uh, uh, game. Okay, we'll talk about it at the end yeah. then. Okay, okay. Um, but aside from that, mm-hmm. uh, have you ever seen I Am Sam with Sean Penn? Yo, I literally Do wrote that it? down here. <laughs> but like when we watched it, we were literally children. I know. So I don't know how we that were so. Movie still to this day has like i want to watch it again a, like it, i don't want to watch that movie again because of how emotionally hard it hit me that was that one like I, like i was bawling like like <laughs> I, I don't think that movie would even be able to be made this day because if you think about it it was like an able able-bodied actor playing oh, a you disabled think he'd get man canceled you know how people he, overreact these days, honestly. But he, I think he did such a great job. Like, yeah, I he really did. He did a great job. I, I wouldn't cancel, but I feel like I the internet would just like acting. to overreact for it. You didn't think he was acting? He thought he actually was like that. So when I saw him in another movie, I was like, "Wait, what was his name again?" Uh, Sean Penn. Sean Penn, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Dakota Fanning. Shout, yo, kid actors. Yeah. Like, yo, she was so good That's in that talent. movie. But that movie really hit me hard. Like, just the acting. You know which scene it was that really what? hit me? Which one? Uh, the Starbucks scene. When he's working at the Starbucks and he starts oh, messing up. Oh, oh my god! I remember that. <laughs> he was getting overwhelmed and like, yeah, it was his first day, man. He was just getting trained. Or was it his first was, day? He was, he was like so excited. Yeah. I remember that. Uh. Like that really, really hit me. And the part where like they start taking away his kids. Yes, oh I remember. And he was like screaming her name. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! You know what you need to watch then? Yeah. It's like the Turkish version. It's on Netflix. It's mm-hmm. called uh, Miracle in Cell Number Seven. Yeah. Amir, you have to. I watch think it. I've seen that on Netflix. I I remember, 
when I was in LA in October, yeah. I made your mom and Gizman watch it with me. Yeah. And then I remember your dad called us. So I texted him, I'm like, you need to watch this movie right now. Yeah. And so he watched it. He's like, oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> like why didn't you tell me it was sad <laughs> i was sitting here crying but it was like you have to watch it if you haven't yeah. did you watch it no i never watched it i just saw okay. it like the preview list. thing on there Add it. trust me yeah oh this movie it's always funny it's always funny walking downstairs and seeing your parents like tearing <laughs> you you know what it was that's how i that's how i discovered it though because really? I, I remember like was your dad watching it both of them okay, so they were yeah. watching it right yeah. and like Anyone who knows our parents, mm -hmm. specifically our moms, they're yeah. very animated when they watch Super shows. Super animated. And they like yell at the characters mm -hmm. as if they could hear them. Mm -hmm. So like I heard my mom yelling. So I'm like, mm -hmm. who is she yelling at? Like, what did my dad do now? You yeah. know? So I'm coming yeah. downstairs and they're like really into this show where I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, what movie is that? Ignored me. I was like, hey, hey guys, what, mo what movie <laughs> is that? And they literally were like, some baby now. <laughs> Which means like, shut up, like stop yeah. talking. So I was like dang like so i kind of just stood there and i was yeah. like let me let me scope it out yeah, it's so weird what coming into a really emotional moment when yeah. you don't have any context of what's going on <laughs> so i'm like oh what movie then my dad like he was so upset he paused the thing he's like look look at the title and go <laughs> so i was like all right like i my bad i interrupted a cry session yeah yeah so he's like watch it later like after we finish yeah. it don't start now because you're gonna have too many questions <laughs> so i was like all right fine yeah so i actually i didn't watch it with them they watched it they were like crying mm -hmm. and then i remember like i think the, the week after i went to um i went to hanan's house yeah and it was me hanan and her mom and i was like oh my parents were talking about this movie like, let's watch it together mm-hmm so we watched it and we were <laughs> in <Yes>. tears <laughs> and i didn't realize how sad it was and then i watched mm -hmm. it again with your mom and gizman yeah so yeah like if if you guys need if what you was just the name of that again cell uh miracle in cell number seven okay uh, maybe because i don't please i'll get to it but i really don't like feeling those things okay? it's, it's <laughs> like kind of similar to the turkish version of uh i am sam okay i'll look it up yeah. um there was another movie which one that really made me emotional i told you that's sort of a, okay oh, the so, <laughs> so this is there's there's an animated movie called mm. a grave of fireflies and i really you really shouldn't put you off the fact that it's animated because you can really convey emotion and it really did convey emotion through the movie but essentially it just follows uh two kids like a brother and a younger sister in the middle of the of world war ii because uh, in japan so these kids are in japan like in the rice fields they're just you know regular civilians and mm -hmm. it really shows you like it really showcases the uh toll of war and like how bad it can be for just the regular civilians in the day-to-day -day, right like the people who are truly affected by war yeah it really showcases it very well and i don't know if it's because like i have a younger sister maybe that dynamic just like i could really connect to the characters <laughs> not you imagining you and gizman in world war II. exactly <laughs> But I was really like you're just following this and you're just seeing how like the 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 war can really just break down mm -hmm. society like people who it, it shows you how family can treat you differently because of a uh, lack of resources. Mm -hmm. It just really gets to you in that movie by the end of it. Gizman. OK, so this is how it was. I was watching. I was finishing the movie and uh gizman she came in later like literally in the last 10 15 minutes and she was sitting on the couch in front of me gizman's my sister and it started getting like really hard for me to like hold it in like i was starting to tear up <laughs> and i knew it was bad when like like the tears started falling oh my god and then like you know when you start to like get choked up like you you, you feel like you're 
like your throat starts to hold up that started happening <laughs> and then when the moment happens in the movie and you'll know if you ever watch this movie i literally like screamed not scream but like i like started like not started screamed, wailing. i started like wailing oh and God. i held it like i i wailed for a second i held it because gizmo was there i don't know if she noticed yet so, <laughs> yeah, so what i did to try and play it off i got up I went to the dishes that I still had left over and started washing the dishes. Mid-movie? I turned the water on full blast oh and just God. started sobbing. Oh my God. Mid-movie? As I'm washing the dishes. Sorry. As I'm washing the dishes, I'm like, <laughs> like crying the dishes. And then Gizma looks at me. She's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and then I look back and she sees my whole face just red. Oh and my God. Tears just dripping down my face. And I was like, you know what? It's already like, she already saw what's happening. I ran to the couch and like dove into like all dramatic like and started crying into the pillow. <laughs> I can actually picture you doing that. And then as I'm like, you know, when you're, you're trying to explain something, but you're crying hard. So you're mm. like, it's, it's, like <laughs> I was doing that to Gizma try to explain to her why I was so. She was probably like. She was giving me the most like, what the hell's wrong with this boy? Because <laughs> it was just so emotional. I was trying to explain to her like. You know the girl like she's malnourished and like, and I was like crying the whole time. But that was literally the hardest I've ever cried for anything since I was maybe a baby. <laughs> I cried like a baby, literally. <laughs> now I want to watch that one. I'm telling you, even though that's why I feel like people should really try new things because don't let animation put you off. Like I've yeah. showed you animated movies, like no matter what the form of entertainment is, like what form it takes, whether it's a uh, uh, hand drawn animated or like live action if if it's a really good story and it's put together really well mm-hmm. it doesn't matter it still it still can really um uh, make you feel those r- same emotions i would feel whether it was live action or animated yeah, i mean i'll be the judge of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it, that that movie really really affected me mm. to the point where like i actively try to avoid watching emotional shows that i know will get like me to cry Mm -hmm. that's why i still haven't watched when they see us because i'm judging you for that one yo when i heard what it was about because i already knew the story of the guys Mm -hmm. i didn't know about like they were making a show on it because i heard i think vice did a documentary on one of the guys oh and that's how i knew about the guy so i was like nah man i can't watch this especially hearing like the uh what happened to them and how young they were and like how society reacted to them being um, put in jail, I was like, nah, I, I, I don't, I don't have the ment- emotional fortitude to be able to watch this without completely breaking down. Um, did I cry? I, I, I'm pretty sure I cried when I watched mm-hmm. it, but the acting was so was so well done. Yeah. Like I, I remember like searching this up on YouTube where they have like a clip of the movie and then like the real life interview mm-hmm. of the actual boys. Mm-hmm. And like they, the way that the actors studied this, mm-hmm. um, Jarrell Jerome, mm-hmm. I think his name is, he killed it. Like there's this one scene that they like, he was doing an interview in a classroom and mm-hmm. it was just like so perfectly done. I was yeah. so shook at how great their acting was. Mm-hmm. Um, he literally became. Oh, so they like guy. really studied. Yeah, because a lot of it was like um, on TV. It was TV, all recorded, right? yeah. Yeah, so they really studied it. Yeah, and like, especially if like people spoke. who were there and saw it happening, mm. like maybe they would be able to tell like, oh, that's not really how they acted. That's not really looked that Well, the men thing. are all alive. Yeah, exactly. Right? So they, they could also coach mm-hmm. them through like, this is yeah. what I was going through mm-hmm. or whatever. But it can, give um, them, it can give them the context of like the emotions they were feeling when these things were happening. 
I think you should watch it. Like, don't hold out. I really think it's okay. Honestly, mm-hmm. just wait till it's like gloomy one day. Yeah. And watch it on like a Friday. Oh, night. no. I hate watching movies when like I love an emotional that. I love now. it. I, I can actually be like very, even though I'm a very like positive, happy person, I can be affected emotionally very quickly but i just hold it in you know i just you keep mm. it tight you know i think that's that, that toxic masculinity right there being like hold those emotions don't let them see you don't let them see you vulnerable don't let them in <laughs> don't <Exactly>. let them <laughs> see <laughs> um no but that sucks like if i feel mm-hmm. sometimes like I, I i've watched things that made me feel like Mm-hmm. empty because you get so especially if it's mm-hmm. like a tv show yeah or if it's like a really good movie where you get drawn in and mm-hmm. you kind of forget that you're watching a tv show yeah and maybe like your favorite character dies or whatever this like you connect to the storyline mm-hmm. it really it really gets to you yeah like gray's anatomy did that to me i don't know man it, it, the great i've never gotten to gray's anatomy i feel like when i hear every time i hear about gray's anatomy or at least when i hear about a certain storyline going on i'm like that does not sound interesting. That just sounds like soap opera stuff. Because it is a soap opera, opera at this point. It's a drama. Okay. Uh, it's nah, not a soap nah, nah. opera. You think about it. Like, you know when your, our moms were watching Young and the Restless? You're that girl now. You're wow. that person. Listen, okay. I used but to Grey's watch. Anatomy is your show. I used to watch The Young and the Restless. Like. <laughs> you did not watch The Young and the Restless. <laughs> yeah, I did. Really? With my mom. And when I, I was in, like, yeah, it when I was like in Ethiopia, the house, yeah, like they yeah. didn't have anything, like during the day, yeah. they didn't have anything else playing. So it was mm-hmm. the only thing in English. They're playing a Young and the Restless in Ethiopia? <laughs> yeah, there was like a, a good two hour window where yeah. they would play Fresh Prince, yeah. Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> oh, Bold <laughs> and the Beautiful too. Yeah, That that was my show. I, I swear, didn't they have like crossovers for those shows too at one point? They had to I'm have. pretty sure they had crossovers. But like, like, like Marvel <laughs> Universe before <laughs> <Bob> Marvel <laughs> Universe. <laughs> Literally though, but yeah. I just Grey's Anatomy. It's not a soap opera, okay? It's a drama. Okay, it's a okay. hospital drama. Mm-hmm. But like tomato, tomato. I'm just saying they have like seventeen, the same <laughs> seventeen seasons or so. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like you know, you kind of you get you get into the storyline yeah. and and all that. So it was pretty. I don't. I feel like so many seasons now. Like it's, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't I haven't seen the last like three or four seasons. But, what are you talking about? But then? I'm still a fan. I'm still a fan. <laughs> But then again, I'm notorious for watching shows and just not finishing them. Like I'll watch yeah. a show, I'll be satisfied with what I saw and mm. be like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Like I, I like did that. the same thing for Arturul. I mentioned last time. Yeah, Ur- I can't Ur- did that. Arturul. 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 There you go. Yeah. Uh, and like I, w- I was watching like some anime no, shows his, where I watched like the first His story was season. great. Like you should have finished that. I'll read the synopsis. I'll read the it's history not, books. It's not the same. <laughs> I'll read the history books. Where I mean, yeah, okay. You, it's probably more accurate than the show. But yeah. What other thing? Like, what other movies made you cry? Um. So, oh, you know what really hit me? No, actually, this is dumb. No, this is a no, nerdy no. thing. Let me see. Let me. Let me hear. No, 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 no. No, no, no. it's okay. Don't be shy. <sighs> you know. You know. Uh, Avengers Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it was it, not something that made me cry. It's when here, but like no no did you just spoil that for all the people who haven't seen it who hasn't seen it except for me like who literally hasn't seen it? it's i'm the only person that hasn't seen it i'm sorry guys okay you can, you can bleep that part out <laughs> okay bleep it out my bad i'm sorry i'll probably still give you this <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay but okay. but what i was getting at is like so there's a moment in that last fight scene where i think like um i think steve rogers or captain america he like gets this is so nerdy man is steve rogers captain captain america? america yeah that's his name 
guys, don't worry. I've started the Marvel movies. Ask Amir. I've, I've been making her watch the Marvel movies. I've seen two so far, okay? <laughs> two out of like the 24, 20 something Listen, that are right there. <laughs> it, don't, it's, it ain't gonna happen overnight. Yeah, we'll get one by one every day, every week. But um, there was that one moment where like everybody's beaten down and you see Thor's hammer just come out of nowhere and then someone grabs it and you think it's Thor, but then it's... Um, it's Captain America. And okay, just to give you some context, Thor's hammer can only be, be picked up by those who are worthy. And the only person who's technically worthy is Thor. So he's been the only person to be able to pick up the hammer. Is it a magical hammer? Yeah, it's a mag- magical hammer. Oh, okay. And, but the fact that he, uh, Captain America was able to recall the hammer and bring it to him and use it, like actually use it, was a huge moment like huge in the marvel universe and just marvel in general and my nerd side like exploded i was in the movie theater we literally all jumped up and started screaming (laughs) who's we the whole theater yeah the whole theater because i watched on opening day with like the opening crowd wait okay i have a lot of questions what were you like cheering out of happiness because yeah like like, happiness yeah are they all on the same team yeah, of course we're on the same team. Okay, listen, I didn't know. Oh that. yeah, I forgot. My bad. I forget that you don't know the context. Okay, so, <laughs> but like when that moment happened, like I felt happy. <laughs> I had like tears of joy. <laughs> Guys, when I say I'm a nerd, I'm a nerd. Okay. <laughs> you cried. I didn't cry. I didn't cry. Yes, you did. You just said you had. Tears I teared of joy. up and I had like tears mm. of joy. But I was like, like it's because like, Captain you know America. When, you know when like all the hairs on your body like jump up at one second like sure. in one moment mm-hmm. and you just get so excited like that's what happened like it's just like you're buzzing when you got out of that movie like you know when you are like talking about something but you're talking about it super loud because you're just excited <laughs> i literally know exactly what you're talking about because that's how talking- i am <laughs> that was me for like five hours after the movie <laughs> that's how i feel after i watch like <laughs> what after it's like fast and furious what <laughs> oh yeah when like everybody starts driving fast out of the dr- parking lot all you hear out of the like fast and furious parking lot or the movie theater is you hear cars going Rrrr. like <laughs> chill out with your honda civic sorry okay? i just said that really loud into the mic i'm actually crying because there's like that is so true yo everybody thinks they're like dumb when oh they come out of that movie theater one of the fast and furious uh team they're on the team after that yeah then the next time like your friends piss you off you'll be like i'll do anything for family yeah. not piss you off but for like family. you know for family <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say it in the deep voice <laughs> oh my gosh i actually just cried oh my god yeah but um <sighs> shoot i forget what we were talking about now. <laughs> how you cried because captain america picked up thor's hammer <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was a really emotional moment. No, because also is like it was emotional because like and they brought everybody back. You know, you got to watch it. Okay, when I make yeah. you watch them all, then you'll maybe feel the same way. Okay? I think so too. But also I feel like you have to have like the, the, the context of like knowing the rules of like the hammer and Thor. And Thor Does and Thor all have things. his own movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. it's like three. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And, and the last one was really good. Okay. Yeah, oh, like, it was like one. it was like good and that like the style was good the comedy it had really good comedy in it like uh really good act well acting yes acting is always gonna be good and in a marvel movie he's not the green one right who's the green the big green guy you, you actually don't know oh hulk <gasps> hulk sarah my bad my bad no no I like just, that's I confused, like even if you're not don't know anything I about them. i confuse that. is he also part of marvel 
Yes. Why would they have the same superhero that looks exactly the what same? What do you mean they have color? the same one? Isn't Thor some grotesque big guy? No. Thor is like the guy who Chris Hemsworth plays. Oh. Yeah. So who's that big brown looking guy? Who Big brown looking guy? Yeah. There's no big brown yes, looking guy. Yes, there is. Guy. I'll show you. There's the big green guy who's the Hulk. What do I search? Avengers cast? Yeah. How do you? Uh, I'll show you him. Well, not the real humans. I want like the characters. It makes me realize like how like something <laughs> could be so big and take up so much of your world, and how no, someone else can have like no context. I have it, no knowledge. No idea. Samuel L. Jackson is in this. Yeah, you didn't know Samuel. Oh, sorry. No, I had <laughs> no sorry. idea. Listen, I'm here. Yeah. I don't know anything about this at all. I know nothing. I'm so shocked. I'm I'm legit like shocked right now. The Where's fact the that you didn't know this. How do you find the thing? There's no big brown guy. <laughs> no, that I swear I see. I've seen. Oh, here it is. Infinity War. Okay, maybe. Oh, you mean the purple guy, this Thanos? Guy. Oh, he's a big bad guy. So he's not on their team. No, that's who I was thinking Thor was. Nah, you, you oh. should know who Thor is just from like North Norse mythology altogether. What? You don't know what Norse mytholo- mythology is? What is that? Like. Thor and Loki and um, I, uh, Hela and all. I have no idea what that is. You know, like like the Scandinavians. You know, you know, like um, the Vikings. Mm-hmm. They believed in like Norse Norse mythology. Wait, like this is a, a real thing? Yeah, like they believed in it. Like it was like a, a religion. To, yeah, it was almost like a religion to them. You didn't know about this? <laughs> no. Damn, son. Yo, I gotta I get not- you some books. I gotta make you watch a little bit more here. It, oh, he's in this too. This is really like this should really give you an idea of how something be so big and so you think is so well known around the world, but there are people who literally have no idea of what's going on. Who's living under a rock? Me. Literally, I, wow. I feel like I feel like you, you, this is unique to you. Wait, they I'm gonna have, have to do a little bit more research and ask a couple more people, but I feel like this might be unique to Sada. <laughs> they have a raccoon superhero too. Well, his name is uh, okay. Now I'm forgetting his name. Uh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I remember his name. Um, Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. Okay. Shoot. You mean forget for a second? <laughs> when did they have a Rocket superhero in Guardians? I mean, of, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The one with um, uh, Chris Pratt, Zoe Zeldana. Uh, the guy who plays the raccoon is um, who's that guy in the, that was in the movie with Lady Gaga? In that, and they played like oh. the country stars. Um, Brad. Brad. Bradley. Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Exactly. He plays him. Yeah, and you know who plays, you know who plays, talking about uh, Fast and Furious, you know who plays Groot? <gasps> oh, is this where that little Root looking thing yeah, comes from? Yeah, the Groot. Do you, know, do you know who Groot is? Who? Who plays him? Who? Uh, uh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> he plays <Yeah>. Root? <laughs> well, like, his only lines in the, all, the whole series is, I am Groot. That's like, it? Literally, that's it. And he, like, mumbles sometimes. He goes like, or like, he makes, like, old man sounds. <laughs> I'm. You got Dave Bautista in there. Who? You watched Black Panther. Okay, didn't I tell you the story? Oh yeah, but then Black Panther didn't have any of the other characters in it, right? Yeah, and like, okay, fun mm. fact. I don't know if I told this on the podcast before. But what? When Black Panther came out, oh, I yeah? didn't see any promotion. Like, I saw people dressing up in like their African cultural clothing mm-hmm. to go to the theater to watch it. So, in my mind, because I'm pretty sure it was released in February, like yeah. Black History Month. I thought it was like a movie about the Black Panthers, like the political movement. <laughs> so my ass went to the movie theater and I see like the Marvel symbol. So I'm like, Marvel? Why would they make why would they make this movie? Like it's so weird. I have 
no, Sarah, this is so unique to you. And then the movie like continues. Yeah. So I'm like, I look over at Nabato's with me. I'm like, yo, did you take us to a superhero movie? Like, what is this? Did she at least know? She knew. She's okay. all about the tickets. Okay, okay. But I was like, so, but I really liked the movie. But yeah. I was just like, clearly, I am a prime example of someone <sighs> who is living under a rock. Like, I was so we have shocked. So much work to do. <laughs> There's so much work to do. <laughs> like, can you believe? I thought I was watching a movie about the Black Panthers. That is like, <laughs> you literally have to, like, there are posters that you walk by I when you're going into it. Right. Okay. Like, I might have seen it, but yeah. I didn't. I didn't think that. Oh, was Oh, you Black didn't think Panther. that was Black Panther? Yeah. Like, I just thought it was another one of those superhero movies. So I yeah. just overlooked it. Did you not go on like Instagram and see all the posts about Black Panther ahead of time? All I saw was people who dressed up in their clothing, mm-hmm. and they're like Wakanda forever. So I thought that was a Black Panther. Thing. You're like yeah, Wakanda was like their slogan. I didn't know. I was like, maybe it's a different language. Like I'm not sure. Oh my god. Yeah. So you thought it was one of those hotep things, <laughs> where like what's that? You don't know what a hotep is. We're ending the podcast. <laughs> what the hell is a hotep? You know what a hotep, hotep is? You? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually though. You know what a hotep is? No. You know it's like you know those dudes. Uh, who, how can I even say this? Should I search it up? Yeah, search up what a ho- what a hotep is. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna end the podcast, just guys. Like hotep so like that? Hotep, hotep. <laughs> I legit wrote out like a hotep. hotep. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. These kind of these kind of guys. How the hell was I supposed to know that? You don't know these kind of guys. Like, there's always jokes on the internet about these guys. They're like. The, the 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 black brothers who are like super woke like they <laughs> hate white people or they i don't know this just 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 do your research okay yeah clearly i'm about to uh, yeah guys so uh, i clearly have a lot of work to do with Sada here so um i'm just gonna end the podcast there remember uh follow us on instagram at <laughs> cousin connection pod why do you sound so disappointed because i didn't i didn't know that you i promise literally you were living under a rock you no, but are patrick star of the situation here <laughs> sarah sarah i know who patrick star okay, is okay. but like <laughs> you scared me. what does i have to do <laughs> he's the makeup guy the bigger guy what <laughs> <laughs> Spongebob. <laughs> Is his name Patrick Star? Yes. <laughs> He's a damn star. <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down. Actually, like, I'm legit. Shut it down. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> Listen to us on Cousin Connection pod, uh, on Instagram, podcast on Instagram. Uh, follow us, Would I mean, you? on YouTube. <laughs> my eyes are burning from the mascara. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Cousin Connection Pod. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube uh, at Cousin Connection Podcast. Just search it on there. Uh, we hit 300 plus, so, you know, make sure we're going for that thousand. Uh, you can follow me at Amir's Taken on Instagram. You can follow Sara at Adisara underscore underscore. And yeah, that was that was uh that was something. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I, I, oh my god.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.